When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. In St. Louis, it's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you're listening to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to the Michelob Ultra Studios. It's the Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Burkhardt, Olden Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCurney, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, the Plowhawk in action, Jackson with you. Come on in. The water is warm. The EDF group sponsor the text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. And, of course, you are welcome to email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. Design air sponsor the email of the day, Gabe will be with us at 9 o'clock, presented to you by James Carlton. And, Doug, the table has been set. The question is what you want to do with it. Oh. Well, uh, are we searching for a lead? Is that the deal? What's well, Sadie Hawkins? Iggy announced that he won 6 bucks gambling this weekend. That's right up there near the top. 12 bucks. 12 bucks. 6 yeah. bucks twice he won. Yeah, well, DraftKings Golf and DraftKings Football. Okay. Uh, so he's walking in tall cotton. Yeah. we got the Otani signing. Oh, I got the blues kind of falling apart. I mean, Rom joined Liv, although that was Thursday, wasn't it? Yeah, and now someone else is going there too, right? Kansas City now screwed. Yeah. Cody Schrader finished eighth in the Heisman voting. I don't know how we'll all squeeze it in. Tim, yeah. In Should we do hours. six, seven hours? Yes. You want to do seven hours? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and leave at 10, but the rest of you should stay <laughs> and talk. Mizzou lost to KU. That's right. Jackson, how are you doing with that? Was expected. They actually played kind of better than I thought they would. Yeah, there's no moral victories, though, baby. It's binary, win or loss, and they lost. You like that? Oh, it's binary, baby. What do you mean it's binary? <laughs> we get one or the other. that says it's binary, baby. It's one or the other, either win or lose, and they lost. Yeah. Well, they got a fast start there, went up by nine, and they had all kinds of short, easy shots that they just missed. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the old difference. It's the... Uh, the twenty to two run to finish out the half, that'll uh that'll screw you. Yeah. But it's not like they we got couldn't... Gary Finkel waiting and I want to talk to Mizzou. Finkel. How about that? It's not like they couldn't get good shots. They had them and just couldn't make them. Short shots, easy shots. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough to win on the road in college basketball. But it's binary apparently. <laughs> it is. Coach, win or loss. Uh, what okay. goes through your mind when you see the ball actually go through the hoop there? Well, I knew it was good. Yeah. yeah. See, there's that. That's why they put the nets on there. Otherwise, there'd be all kinds of arguing and everything. Did it go in? Sure it did. No, I didn't. no it didn't. It didn't hit anything. He asked the first question at those press conferences, too. I don't think he goes to those anymore. But when he did, 
Did he get the first question like at basketball games too? Uh, I don't remember. That would have been the worst first question ever. <laughs> uh, I don't care about Mizzou hoops. Did Jackson see his gal pal again? Doug, that's from the Lumster. Oh, okay. Yeah. How was it? Great. Is she binary? Uh, yeah. Okay. Who Jackson with like kind of a condescending social he media? Did? I didn't know. I did you catch I was, that? I caught it. <laughs> it was a, it was an odd question. I didn't mean to come off condescending. Well, binary seems to be our word here for the first five minutes or That's so. That's right. <laughs> Just using it as such that like there are no moral victories. <laughs> oh. uh, where did you go? I need to know this. Uh, we went to the brewery lights. A B. I don't know what that means. The brewery lights. Anheuser Busch decorates with lights every year. And so you the want lights? And they give you, you can walk around and see all the lights, and they, they serve hot cocoa yeah, he and loves snacks. Jackson. <laughs> it's the kind of place where families go and take pictures or maybe a second date. And we went to dinner afterwards. Where'd you go? Guido's in, uh, on the hill. Nice. Oh, nice. So that's getting more fancy. Getting awfully close to your pet. Guido's uh, nice? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really, know really cool that. spot. I've never been there before. Next but. stop, Canetto's, Bartolino's. You take her back to show her your charcoal etchings? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have any charcoal etchings. Oh, you don't? Okay. Even though that's something I might want to invest in. <laughs> yeah. So it went well. It, it did. It went well, and there'll be a third date as well, probably. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'd have to say, <clears throat> if you went to Guido's, it's on the hill, right? Yes, sir. You live on the hill, right? I do. All right, that's second date, close to your house. Go back for a nightcap? Nope. Oh. I'm going to call. What? Did you at least drive this time? Of course. You went and picked her up? No. She works kind of near me, so I drew, she drove to my place and I drove us there. Oh, for heaven's sake. And she didn't come in? Her car was there? Nope, she did not. Wow. Disappointed, buddy. So she just well, honked and you ran out? Not, I'm not, I'd be, Jackson's not going to do well. <laughs> I can tell he's getting frustrated. It's a second date. You're not me. So God love you. You don't have Iggy's style. No, it's not His style. closing ability. No, he's got couth. He's not trying to bang every woman he dates. He wants a relationship, and God love him for that. Do you feel better about her today than you did last month's bat? Yeah. Yep. Have the parents met this lady yet? No. Not to mention her hot body that looks hot in a bikini. Jackson, I gotta say, it's gotta be it's gotta be tough at your age to, to actually go out with a woman on this show. <laughs> I, I actually I am I walk with Iggy on that take. It's tough. You should just never say anything. It, yeah, it's a different it's a different deal because he actually like wants to care about somebody and not just Doug. What do you call it? Stick it in. Mm, oh, <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I mean it's a fine line you walk, but hey, it's the it's the price. That's why for he, he he gives more of his heartfelt emotions on balloon party. <laughs> yeah, that's where I really open up. Well, Iggy has swap. take off the outer shell. <laughs> Do you feel like you have suave? I try. Yeah. You either have or you don't. Again, binary. I don't think it's something you have. I think it's something that you either are or are not. No, you can learn to be suave. Girls love sex. I can I can teach how to dress and you can yeah well how would you coach up Jackson oh, I think Jackson's fine virgin's still a virgin come on dude that's from the Warson Woods wacko cat mm, he's not even entertaining <laughs> well, how is one supposed to respond to that no you're not supposed to really <laughs> Iggy what's what's good advice for 
a gentleman, maybe not Jackson, just anyone in general yeah, on the way give to us, dress. Give some counsel. For some early dates. Uh, we'll find something nice. Um, you know, I would say a nice pair of uh, jeans. Nice. With a nice pair of dress don't shoes. Don't say nice. Don't, just don't say nice. Well, I mean, you could wear a ratty pair of jeans that have rips in them. <clears throat> I'm talking about a nice pair of jeans that fit nicely. The girls like those jeans with the nice, rips in them. Maybe a nice pair of loafers. <laughs> sorry, it was three different nice. Nice, nice pair of Kohan loafers. Uh, a shirt untucked, but one that fits untucked. They actually make shirts they call Untuck It. Uh, with a jacket. So a jacket being a sport coat? Yeah. I just think the gray and the pink would pop. I would say a nice pair of uh, jeans. When I say jeans, you know, fairly faded, that type of material, not these dark black jeans or... Nice pair of faded jeans with a pair of Kohans, and then a white Oxford with maybe a dark what blue blazer. What the hell are Kohans? Am I... It's a brand of shoes. Okay. I must not be fashionable enough. Make sure your hair is nice. Don't have it flying all over the place. Use yeah. a little gel if you have to. Yeah. Is that mm, how you look when you Somebody's pissing right next door to us. Oh. <laughs> maybe a nice watch. A nice watch. <laughs> And then as you get to know the girl, then you can dress how you want, but... Well, you want to make a strong first impression. Oh, yeah, you uh, have to. You can't show up late for a date, looking like crap. Oh, sorry, I didn't get a chance oh to take God. a shower. I didn't get a chance to take a shower. <laughs> I feel sorry. like they... I wonder if the audience could hear the flushing. I think they took the silencer off that thing. <laughs> I, I can't hear it. I don't hear oh, it. Oh, it is... Like a rocket was launched next door to us. <laughs> and the sound stories are much... Like, because, like, we have four people, five people talking. Like, when it's just, like, one-on-one, you can almost hear it, like, mm-hmm. like, oh, nice. I must have great headsets that just drown out everything, because I can't hear any well, I pissing. Have one ear I can't out. hear any toilet flushing. <laughs> I can't hear any grunting if somebody's dropping a deuce. Is it possible we could put another layer of insulation on that, that one wall there that's between us and the restroom? Oh, we could go back to our old studio. Yeah, you do realize, like, you would have to just take off. I mean, it would, it would be a lot. I don't, it might I don't not know be. if the juice is worth the squeeze. They put us in an auxiliary studio. Don't say auxiliary. <laughs> I think they could just take down one of these uh, canvas wall coverings and put more, you know, insulation on that, and that, that might do it. Why don't you get busy on that after the show? Did you bring some extra insulation with you? No. You didn't? Well, maybe we will have to look into an auxiliary studio. <laughs> I just don't know, understand why you'd have to use the word auxiliary. I like that. I like well, how the about term. a different? Uh, I can teach you how to dress was the threat for the possum. Colts lost yesterday to someone, can't recall who, but it was ugly. Also, coincidentally, Ken couldn't hear the breathing either. Hmm. Hashtag the olds. Doug, oh. that's from mm. our Colts columnist, Brian Henschen. Well, you yeah. get anybody in here, so there you go. You can't hear the flushing because you never stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Muzzle it, you throat-clearing smokestack. That's Nathan from the east side oh, of Alton, and he's gosh. not happy. My goodness. Uh, guys, what is the advantage of this studio versus the old one? That's from Colorado. Uh, Doug, I believe the reasoning for moving us into this studio was for the wrapping for what... Initially, it was Ryan Kelly and Michelob Ultra sponsorship, if you, if you watch on YouTube, and uh, many people do, and then they go back and they watch it, even if they're not live streaming it, uh, then people watch afterwards if they didn't watch it live, and then now for Brown and Crouppen. So it is, uh, yeah. uh, as is with any decision, it, it surrounds revenue, 
and uh, or and or expense. In this case, Doug, yeah. revenue. So there you go. Which well, it's a little bit larger. It's right across the hall from the employee lounge, which is nice. We do have our own restroom. The problem is other people use it during our show, and when they flush, we can hear it. That's really the only downside. Well, the other one had uh, a window, which in the winter is nice. You know, when it's cold outside, you look out the window, see a little sun. Uh, the other one had a door with we a, have a door with a window on it, so you could see through. When other stations got guests, I could grab them. Well, why don't like we swap hiding, out doors? Though, we could swap out the doors. And the other one had a learn cutout. This one has a learn sticker. Well, you could have taken that with us. We need a going private area. And there's room here. Definitely. There wasn't room in the old studio. Yeah. Because that certainly needs to be on the docket for 2024. I think it's so perfect. You can put uh-huh. your sponsored decal on it. And, right. I mean, it, it would take a curtain moment. to close ourselves off, and we can speak privately with any listener who'd like to go private. It's hot. <laughs> and I like it. It's hot. Hey, I'm going to ask Burkhardt. Alton Toyota is the presenting sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour, along with great people at stlouisacura.com. Doug, give me, oh, just one thing you like about Munganass, St. Louis Acura, Munganass, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. Just how pleasant everyone is in yeah. general. Just how pleasant. There's no high pressure. There's no anxiety there. Everyone is just so wonderful to you, no matter what you're doing. If you're looking to buy a new or used car, having your car serviced, just call in for a service question, whatever. They're all just so pleasant, so professional. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Great Patterson, people, you know. Peter Munganass, mm-hmm. Ryan Seiberg, the whole team at Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota. Are you in the market for a new or pre-owned car? Doesn't matter. Go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com. And even if you didn't get your car from Munganass to get your car serviced at Munganass, just go to stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com, and then there's a secret number, which is 314-252-0029. It's Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota. 7 o'clock hour sponsor, official automotive provider, of TMAN, the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and Jackson and I will be getting right to it at 11.30 QFTA live on the TMA YouTube channel today. You can send your questions. Really prefer your holiday erotic stories. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. We will be live on the YouTube channel at 11.30. Uh, Send your emails, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. If you are feeling sluggish on a Monday, it might just be because it's a Monday, but it also could be low testosterone, low energy, motivation, weight gain, muscle loss, you're tired all the time, irritable. Well, those are symptoms of low testosterone, and Mentality is a local healthcare facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. Even if you had testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies, and Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large, If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it wasn't fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores their ability to perform normally at all levels. Go to LowTUSA.com and work with Mentality. If you would like to get checked out, I've been checked out. It's a very easy process. It's Mentality at LowTUSA.com. Com. Mentality. Send your emails in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today at 945 the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Gather with other friends of the feather in the YouTube chat, uh, youtube.com slash T-M-A-S-T-L. That is where you can gather and, of course, call in at 636-9004-TMA. Doug, we're only a handful of days away from Thursday, December 14th. 
at Hot Shots and Webster Groves for the TMA Year-End Awards. Who will be crowned the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year? Find out at Hot Shots and Webster on Thursday. And please bring a new and unwrapped toy for Annie's Hope on behalf of the great Jennings Randolph Jr., Pony coming on Thursday. Unwrap toys, right? Yep. Uh, Pony coming on Thursday, and uh, it's going to be hot. I expect lots of group sex. I don't know about one-on-one sex because I think that brings emotion into it, and I think it's just going to be more group sex. Well, last year you had your thing at the at the dumpster in the back. Yeah, that Are was you planning manual. anything special this year? Mouth. Oh. <laughs> Getting up in the world. Yeah. No, I want to move on. I want to advance. Now you get to know these listeners a little better. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? You didn't know the Doug is not taking better. questions. I am. Um, maybe nobody can answer. What sort of question? <laughs> it's, wow. for the, it's basically for the listeners because, I, you know, Marty has fun with our show and he does our promos. And stuff. Hubbard Marty. Marty has fun with it. But the promo I heard for um, the uh, end year rewards said bring an unwrapped toy. End year rewards. <laughs> that isn't a terrible question. <laughs> uh, bring an unwrapped toy and get in for free. Does that mean if you don't bring a toy, you have to pay to get in? Uh, Doug, you handle all of this? I don't know. I don't handle any of this. I think the thought is you can just go get a toy and be nice for the kids. I think yeah. everyone does. Yeah, but for the I listeners, know. I think, well, God, if I don't bring a toy, I can't go. What does it cost me to get in if I don't bring a toy? I was just curious. For the listeners, I don't really care if they have to pay or not. I'm just... The toy would cost you the amount of gas you're going there for. Right, but what if you don't bring a toy? Well, no, then, it's time well, to we answer. haven't discussed this. You need I don't to look know. inward, then. What's it cost? Really dig deep in your Yeah, soul. I would think everybody will bring a toy, but... Is there maybe a cover charge there? That's Thursday what I'm asking. Is? I don't know. I, I says, don't know. It says bring an unwrapped toy and get in for free. Get hot shots on the horn. See if they have a cover. I mean, I don't think we charge to get into our vents, but... Well, gosh, I don't know. Hmm. Well, now we're, we're stumped. I don't know. Do you have the promo that we can listen to, Plazi? I mean, to put you on a spot, but maybe I'm missing something in the promo. Stuff, guys. Okay. Wildly entertaining stuff, okay. guys. Uh, no, I can't oh, just, like, Joe. actually pull up. I, I don't have access on this computer to open okay. up commercial spots from this computer. No biggie. I'm just... Well, bring a toy. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, that's the idea of it anyway. It's a toy thing. No, but maybe somebody forgets a toy. Oh, what does it cost me to get in? Wow, what a profoundly stupid question. Okay. Yeah, I hope Brian you show mentioned. up and they charge you 50 bucks to get in. Hey, he's, got, he's got a Colts game to cover. Yeah. It starts with a G and ends with an ale vulva. <laughs> yeah, why don't you come in for the holidays, Hench, and come to the thing the and then get in with no toy, and I hope they charge you 100 bucks to get in. Mm. But I'm trying to help you out before the event. <laughs> if you forget a toy, you can probably go next door to the CVS and, and pick one up there Ooh. real quick. <laughs> I thought it was a legitimate question. I don't know. The guys had a nice visit with Tommy last night. Tommy Mattern. Mm-hmm. He was glad the skeleton is finally fixed. Iggy, he asked that you make sure he and I have a table together Thursday night. Said you have no other responsibilities. You can at least do that much. That's from Beer Cats. Beer Cats was hanging out with Tommy? I don't think Tommy gets to the other side of the river some podunk bar to have a beer. Oh, he lives on this side of the river now. He lives across the street from, like, the Enterprise Center. I doubt he saw Tommy Mattern last night. Okay. Uh, Jay Boyd is listening. Doug, you know Jay Boyd from sure. uh, Hot Shots. Mm-hmm. And he said, never a cover at Hot Shots. Come on, Iggy. What do you mean, come on, Iggy? 
Uh, Jay Boyd, what do you mean, come on, Iggy? I'm, I'm, I'm sure listeners hear the promo. Wouldn't they get confused? They say, well, I guess they had to go buy a toy. Maybe that's Marty saying, you know, I'll do this saying, you get it for free, now I'll go buy a toy. Maybe that's Marty doing that, hoping everybody's going to buy a toy because they don't want to pay to get in. Yeah. But it does say if you don't bring a toy, if you bring a toy, you get in for free. But Marty does have fun with our promos from time sure to time, so he that could be does. it. But Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Will he be there? He didn't learn under Sparky Pfeiffer. Oh. <laughs> Whatever happened to Sparky? <laughs> I still come up on Twitter. He's probably running some <laughs> Barrett Sports Media. Sparky is such a good nickname. Wouldn't it be funny if Barrett was out? Oh, there it is. Quick and easy. Steve what do we Pfeiffer, got? At Sparky Radio. Ooh, Doug. Where's he working? How come there isn't an at Doug radio? (laughs) Uh, Up in there in Milwaukee. Packers fan. Okay. Talking Packers on Curd and Long. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I like that Curd and Long up in cheese country. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I'd like somebody to take over sports media or bear sports media and say, well, he said, if you don't want my chair, there's a problem. So I wanted your chair, so you're out. I just took it. That's crazy. He has, I got to look before I finish. He has (laughs) 55,000. What's his deal? 55,000 tweets. Oh, my God. That's a lot. He's prolific. That's a lot. Is he using memes? Oh, there's a bunch, a bunch of retweets, just a bunch of everything. (laughs) When you say Beer Cats lives across from the Enterprise Center, do you mean, like, literally across the street, like, on the sidewalk? Because Beer Cats being homeless wouldn't surprise me, Doug. That's no. Mr. Lick, so I guess is sideways with Beer Cats. He lives in that condo building. It was It's part hotel, part condo building. With the big mural on the side of it? I think it says Midtown on it. I'm not sure what it says on there. So when you say you live downtown, I say you live in Midtown. The name of your building actually says where you live, Midtown. Go back on vacation and sit a few plays out, you rattling bag of bones. Doug, that's from Chris mm. Raby. Rattling bag of bones. Well, you know what my next vacation is, Ravy. Everybody knows. <laughs> no, we don't know. When is it? Week after Christmas. Oh, there you go. Except it'll be tied into a few other days because Christmas is on a Monday and then we're off the 26th. I don't think we are. I thought we are off on the 26th. Do you, I have the holiday when I told list Courtney, from Hubbard. Our holiday schedule. She was shocked. She was like, "How do you guys not have the 26th off?" And I said, "I don't think we do." Well, well it's a it's a Hubbard company. They policy. do, and we don't. I, I, she was surprised, uh, surprised, but didn't confirm if it was a Hubbard holiday or if she was surprised that we, as a show, didn't take off. I wasn't for sure. I didn't get the tone. I didn't ask. I don't think shows well, are individuals to take can off. take off whatever they want. Yeah, that. So I guess it. I don't know. I would think. We're I'm always... expecting to come to work on the 26th. No, yeah, I would have thought that because you know people are with their families and probably up late that they give us the 26th off. Could be wrong. Either way, I'm off the week after Christmas, so. But if we're off on the 26th, my vacation is going to start on the 27th, then I will take Monday and Tuesday of the following week off for my five days. (laughs) Let's see, uh, Doug. Christmas is a holiday at Hubbard. So I'm not sure what Courtney's talking about. But I've decided I'm a Courtney. No, I said the 26th. Yeah, Christmas is a holiday at Hubbard. I have all the holidays in 2023 listed. Doug, I also have the holidays in 2024 listed. So we're working the 26th? Uh, Hubbard is working. Yeah. Whether you want to work, that's up to you. I'm well, taking I'm on vacation, vacation myself. So. You're on vacation too? Yeah. Oh, so am I. Nice. Dude, what, what are we going to have here? Well, I got no one. <laughs> Me and Doug and Jackson, really? KG will be full time. Well, he kind of is already. If he's not taking vacation, 
Oh, you do a best of. Why would you get the 26th off? That's from Big Old Fan. Well, because everybody... I'll be honest, I'm kind of surprised we don't. I'm not mad we don't, <laughs> but very surprised that we don't. Well, we get the, we're off the day after Thanksgiving. Aren't we? I, yeah. Iggy has a good point. That actually is a very valid point. But I, I, I'm not mad either way. No, I just, I'm on vacation. I, I assume we did. We but... have the responsibility to inform the public of the latest news and updates. So if we have to be here every day, fellas, I'm all in. Look for the big old fan. He just clocks in every day. Just yeah. work 12. He's a grinder. You can just tell by that text. He'd get no mm -hmm. days off. I mean, the point is, is that... Um, You're making an award. They give us after Thanksgiving because they know everybody's going to be with their families, eating, drinking, being up late probably. So get the next day off. And same with Christmas. You're... They're opening presents. You're having dinner. You're drinking with everybody. I give them the next day off. See, we're, our family is always a morning, early afternoon Christmas present opener. But I know a lot of families that do the evenings for whatever reason. Work Christmas schedule. evening? Christmas evening, yeah. For whatever I've reason, family traveling into town Eve. later. Yeah. Well, we do because, you know, all the kids are, you know, with their other families. You know, all the families get together. So I go over late because, you know, Jessica's with her kids and Olivia's with her kids and Michelle's with her kids. And then after all the kids do the presents, then we all come over in the afternoon, sit around, get out the ham and shrimp and everything. And then everybody, because we do a, what do you call it, steal your neighbor thing. That's usually about five, six, seven o'clock we do that. And the kids open their presents. So it's late before we actually start opening presents with the family. You're supposed to open presents Christmas morning. With the kids, your own family. We've got like six families that get together. <laughs> I'm not going to go to everybody's, don't don't open them until I get there. I'm not, I'm not part of their... They're kids. So the older people do their own Christmas with their own kids and family, and then all the Strode family gets together in the evening. Uh -huh. And have game night. No, nah, no games, I don't no. think. So that's why they usually give the day after a holiday off. So I'm surprised. Because of the Strode. No, I'm surprised. Everybody, I'm surprised we're not off on the 26th. Well, yeah. you ought to talk to Tommy about it privately. Well, I'll let Beercat Actually, do don't. Live stream that conversation, please. <laughs> Either way, I'm going to take off. But I was saying, if that's, if that's a Hubbard holiday, then my vacation will start on the 27th, which would be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Then I want to take the Monday, Tuesday Okay, we don't off. care! We don't care! But now I'll be taking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, oh. Friday, Monday off to get my five days. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure the listeners want to know that, just like the promo. Well, I don't know. Doug, here are your Hubbard holidays in 2024. Okay, let's hear January 1st, 2024. Nice. January 15th, 2024. What's that? Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. May 27th, 2024, Memorial Day. Thursday, July 4th, 2024, Independence Day. Friday, July 5th, 2024, Discretionary Holiday. What? Friday, July 5th, 2024, Discretionary Holiday. It's discretionary. <laughs> the day after 4th of July? That's correct. No, people will be up partying, so they're going to give them the day off. Monday, September 2nd, 2024, Labor Day. Thursday, November 28th, 2024, Thanksgiving Day. Friday, November 29th, 2024, day after Thanksgiving. There you go. Wednesday, December 25th, 2024, Christmas. And not well, the that's 20... a nice little schedule. And not the 26th. That's correct. Doesn't matter to you because you always have your vacation well, yeah, then anyway. Starts. Sorry.
Okay. And I open up my email, and sure enough, it's that time of the month. <laughs> Sign in, please. So where's Drew? I love how you have a time of the month. <laughs> yeah. That's my cycle. That time of the month. Sign in, please. Okay, no emails for me. And you still can't remember the password? It has nothing to do with my password. It has to do with that, uh, whatever that app is you got to go to after that. Nobody cares! Stop this! No! Danny Tanner is out of his mind. He's losing it. Can we just not with this clown today? No one cares. That's from Get Busy Fitness. You don't want to know when we're off and when we're on? Not really. They don't really. I tell you what. You may be no. listening on the 26th, and you think oh, it's the best time, and we're on the air. Now that Iggy and Tim are confirmed out, I think they're just gonna act like we are off. I don't think a, think a lot of people plan their radio listening three weeks in advance to know people. or care who's gonna be on the air. A lot of people do. A lot of people turned it off last week when Tim was off. You think people I do? Checked out. They plan their morning radio listening three weeks in advance. You never know. Maybe they're planning their vacation around it. Their holidays. No one does that. <laughs> no Big one. fan says so. It should be a Hubbard holiday because you open presents late. Man, your world is an interesting place. Doug, that's big old fan. Mm. Don't you have a few cocktails at Christmas in the evening? No. Absolutely well, people not. People can schedule vacation. And well, do. I know they can, but... I just always thought we had the day after Christmas off. We got the day after Thanksgiving off. Yeah. Well, we kind of went through that. Yeah, I'll next stop. year we will as I'll well. I'll stop. Well, next year, you know, my vacations. <laughs> Tim, do you have the 2025 schedule handy? That's from Stephen Time. <laughs> Seriously, this guy made a big deal about only having two weeks of vacation, and he's used one for his arm ouchie in the spring and then his traditional post-Thanksgiving. Where is the post-Christmas vacation time coming from? That's from Gummy, who is now tracking Iggy's vacation. Yeah, well, we take sick days, too, buddy, and personal days, so I don't know where you work. Oh, gosh, now you're mad at this guy. You called him buddy and everything? Gummy. Gummy's a buddy. Guys, should we get the Tuesdays after Labor Day and Memorial Day off now as well? That's from the Hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Be nice. Or off the day after Fourth of July, because you know people are going to be having lighting fireworks and drinking. Well, maybe curtail some of the drinking. You got to go to work I don't the next day. Much. I believe the reason for the Fourth of July holiday is because in 2024 it's a Thursday, and so it's a lot bombs, of people with your moms. <laughs> have a four-day weekend. Mm -hmm. I believe that's the reason. Well, if we had Christmas Eve, I would be a four-day weekend, too. Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Think about that, Doug. Okay, it's too late My to think just... about it. The schedule's already been made. You just have to kind of go with it. I'm going to talk to Mr. Hubbard. You think he's the one who does the schedules? Well, maybe Beer Cats talk to him. I don't know. Beer Cats talks to... Well, he said he talked to Tommy. Oh. Maybe he talks to everybody from here. <laughs> Just to get everyone's schedule straight. What a hassle for the people who run the place if all the listeners called. Wanting everyone's schedule. Hey, I got a question about your scheduling, your holidays. They talked about it today. Hmm. Well, as long as we just show up and give people news and updates, you know, we've done our job. Holy hell, this turd's insufferable. That's mm. from the pig of the coal mines. Gosh. 
when I hang out with Tommy next week, I'll make sure he knows you have gifts to open Christmas night and you need to, and you need Tuesday off, idiot. You've got some beer cats. all day. You've got Christmas Eve to open them, and you've got Christmas all morning, afternoon. You don't have to open them at night. I don't care. I'm off anyway. It's your standard vacation schedule. Everybody knows that. Not everyone knows it. Uh, Harrison's brother, Master, is with Gummy. They're launching an investigation into Iggy. Uh, Iggy's vacation. I'm with Gummy. Earlier in the year, Ken took a week off acting sick. <laughs> then <laughs> came back and said he wasn't even sick and should have come in, but he didn't because Tim was out. That's from Harrison's brother, Master. Yeah, I was serious about that. People are dolts. Oh. Gosh. It's awfully early in the week to be at odds with the listening audience. Christmas is on a Monday, dumbass, not four days off. That's from Mr. Bojangles. Well, do the math here, dumbass. Mm. If We're off Saturday and Sunday. Christmas on a Monday. If we had the Christmas or we had the second day, we had the 26th off, that would be four days in a row, wouldn't it? Well, Saturday and Sunday kind of goes. That's a regular. Yes, day. and then Monday, Tuesday, that's four days. I don't think he can count. Oh. Anyway, I'm done with that. I started this by asking a question for the listeners. I tried to be nice to the listeners. Yeah. That's how this whole thing started about the promo. Yeah. And somehow we got into vacation. No cover charge ever at Hot Shots. We found that out. I hope you all show up. So you've over gone it. after the sponsors and management. <laughs> Who's next? I haven't gone after sponsors or management. Well, Jay Boyd texted me. He wasn't happy with the cover thing and... And then Hubbard not having us off on the 26th. Well, I'm just, I just asked a question. I, th- <laughs> I thought we were off. I thought we were off last year on the 26th. I was, but I thought it was a holiday. I think they gave us the whole week off. But it started as a... They gave us the whole week off, which seemed awfully generous. Now, maybe the 26th was on a Sunday last week. I don't Christmas maybe was on a Saturday last week. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, I just asked a question. The same with that. I was just trying to help Jay Boyd out. Yeah. What if somebody doesn't show up? I don't have a toy. I'm not going. I'm not paying. Because the promo said, bring a toy, get in for free, which basically means if you don't bring a toy, you got to pay. Beer Cat says, this is Iggy's fourth week of vacation this year. Next time I hang oh out with God. Jesse at a concert, we will be talking about Ken's PTO. <laughs> That's from Beer Cats. <laughs> Tell he was the Milagro to mm-hmm. be a listener of the month in January. Right. Isn't it amazing these people were almost at the end of the year, and they know how many days they've taken off? Yeah. Well, we, we talk about it a lot. <laughs> Quite a bit. I turned this off 10 minutes ago. Just tuned back in. He's still going on about this. It's from Midge or Madge. Mm. Well, I'm basically answering what the textures are. Textures won't let it alone. It's their fault. I said I'm done with them. They keep texting in. Get to another subject, textures. (laughs) Tell these hijacks to back off Iggy. If my guy wants a couple extra days of vacation due to his family's late afternoon ham and shrimp... (laughs) Eating habits, then Tommy and Hubbard better start planning appropriately. Doug, that's from Gunter. I, I think that's true. You sound like Iggy's agent. <laughs> Not just me. A lot of people go into the evening. You couldn't eat ham early in the evening and then show up for work the next day? That's too much to ask a man? It doesn't matter to me. I'm off anyway. Oh, that's right. I'm trying to figure out if I take the next Monday or Tuesday off, because that would be five days. Yeah. 
If it's already a holiday, a Monday, Tuesday, then I'm not taking just the week off. I, I would only get three days off. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I would take the following Monday and Tuesday off. Well, sure you but should. you'd still be off five days. <laughs> Who gives a damn if you're using the vacation or not? Well, I'm trying to help you guys out. With what? <laughs> See, if you guys don't have to come out on the 26th, well, you're off too, so it doesn't matter. Is anyone coming in the 26th? <laughs> There'll be a boycott outside. Iggy said we should have off. Nobody listens to me. Because this is such hard work. You'd hate to have to show up another day. This is backbreaking work. People don't appreciate that. I think we just come here and sit around and talk for a while. Now, just for that, I'm not taking a vacation. I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. be in there. It's week. out. Everything's out. <laughs> kind of January protest. 1st is a Monday and a holiday, you moron! <laughs> that is true, Amy. Oh. January 1st is a Hubbard holiday. And I believe a national holiday. It's though. always yes. been a holiday. Mm-hmm. But a Monday. lot of times people will take the second off, too, because they're up <laughs> celebrating the first and they're all they're over. They do that on the 31st. They celebrate the 31st. They recover on the first. They watch football. I think every day after holiday should be a holiday. <laughs> well, you would double the number of holidays then. Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, if I owned a business, I wouldn't do that. But Now, in Europe, don't they routinely work four days a week? Aren't there places in Europe that have that schedule? Yeah, there's a lot of places that have gone to the four-day week. Yeah, I'd like that. Boys, let's just restart today's show. Maybe Sans can. As much mm. as I enjoy listening to this convo, I don't. That's from Jackson's compadre. His name is Sweet Sweet Kai. Mm. And he's up for an award, right? Oh, is he really? Yeah. Rookie what? Of year. Yeah, yeah, Rookie of the Year. Does he text in once a month? He texts in much more often than that. He's trying to help you guys. It's never about him. Never. Mm -hmm. He's always helping you. Show some respect, fellas. That's from Larry Thornton, Doug. Thank you, Larry. And the help you give by giving false information. (laughs) Oh, Doug. What false information did he give? Ryan Wingo, yeah, 100%. Wingo, 100%. Talk to, I remember the 100% talk to my guaranteed okay. attached to that as well. <laughs> Tough. I like Larry, though. He's a good cat. <laughs> that was kind he of is. condescending. Well, he is. But I ha- you have to call him out when like that. Well, I maybe Wingo will change his mind and he'll still be right. He's got nine days. Nine, okay, thanks, Jackson. Don't give me my question what the exact cutoff deadline would have been. Is there really any cutoff? I mean, you can switch just I, all I the time, have can't no you? Idea. If he gave a timeline or if there's a timeline of him signing the letter of intent to Texas, I don't know. Uh, Beer Cat says, Sweet Sweet Kai was Rookie of the Year nominee last year as well. Two years in a row for Rookie of the Year. That category is a disgrace along with every other category. It's from oh, Listener of the Year candidate yeah. brought to you by Malagra Tequila Beer Cats. Yeah, I didn't realize that when... Uh... When I announced the nominees on Friday. But so Sweet Sweet Kai was a nominee last year? Well, it seems that that is the case. <laughs> oh, dog. But, he, I mean, regardless, he was still voted a nominee. So Maybe it's, not like I just, it's not like I just overrid everybody. That is true. We, I, I contributed to that. I think I voted for him. In there, you know, so. Maybe he didn't get in enough listing hours. He's still considered a rookie in some circles. Yeah. Well, we didn't vote the nominations, did we? We just saw yeah, the nominations yes, yes. and we voted. No. no the final but, four were. But there was an other option. That was my always out. You could have typed in other if you wanted to put someone else in there. Oh, so everybody typed in Sweet Sweet Kai? Nope. He was well, how option. did he get in then? He was an option. I, like I said, that was an oversight of me making him an option for a nominee. I don't really care. I was just asking. <laughs> no. Uh, for the listeners. You're on vacation anyway. 
Oh, beer cats, you should be happy. You and your son are in for worst of something. I don't know what it is. Oh. Worst something or other. Worst texter. I never voted, did I, Jackson? Uh, I apologize I for that. That was the day that I began, uh, Doug, my uh, problems. Yeah, it was, it was a, a, I just had to get it uh, done. Oh, I understand. No, it's my fault. It's my fault. Well, yeah, I, ultimately, I think the nominees would have been pretty much the exact same because there were some clear favorites in each of the categories. Uh, yeah. I've been Ollie the pulled pork salesman for years, and now my texts are being read as Get Busy Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> no clue what's going on, but is there a way to switch it back to Ollie? Thanks. That's from Get Busy Fitness. That was good pulled pork. <laughs> I don't change, uh... <laughs> it's get busy exclamation point fitness. That's what it shows up as. It's also a kettlebell. <laughs> oh, I don't rope. see the kettlebell. Next to the uh, text name. there's. No, I don't see that. Really? Why do we get different text names? Well, there's a kettlebell in so mine. So strange. Well, but yours are different than mine. And yet we're using the same account. I'm using your account. I know. I know. This is what's confusing me. What does that mean? Maybe just KG when he did. <laughs> get busy fitness. <laughs> what does get that busy mean? living or get busy dying. Doug, yeah. was that Morgan Freeman, Shawshank, 90? I don't know the years, Tim. Four. God. I just don't I'm going to really say 93 because it gets me 94, but I have a lot of uncertainty. It was 94 because it was Pulp Fiction, Shawshank, and nice. Forrest Gump. How about that? Yeah, I got one right. Uh, no, Tim, you weren't involved in the voting, which is why this is all trash. That's from Milagro Tequila, listener okay. of the year candidate, uh, Beer Cats. How would you what the hell is he bitching I, about? I, I, just, I, I failed the vote because, Doug, starting around two last, was it Wednesday? Uh, I began the illness process that my boys had earlier. My wife has not gotten it. I hope she doesn't get it. I got a DM from a listener who said they've lost 10 pounds from, uh, from uh, who was it? Oh, Dutch Renard, actually. Oh, the screaming umpire. Yeah. Tim, I lost 10 pounds in four days of hell this week with the intestinal bug going around. Dutch Renard is happy to see that you're stepping back into the batter's box tomorrow. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Well, he could have... Stand to use ten. Was he a heavier gentleman? Oh, I'm sure he was. Oh, Dutch Renner is. I don't know about this guy. Dutch Renner's no longer with us. <laughs> well, when he was alive, he was could have used to f- lose a few pounds. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we probably shouldn't weight shame the departed. <laughs> you said it. I know I did. <laughs> uh, Doug, tell people about the title sponsor. Mm. Well, we don't weight shame them. Don't shame them at all because they have got St. Louis's back. If you have a potential personal injury case. You know that Brown and Crouppen is a local law firm right here to serve you. Headed by Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, Ed Herman. They've all been in our studio. You've met them by now, at least to the radio, and know that they are wonderful people. All law firms have been around since 1979. Just built that new headquarters down there on the hill. They are St. Louis through and through, and that means a lot. There are some out-of-town law firms advertising all over St. Louis now, telling you that they're the local guys going to help you. Well, that's not the case. Brown and Crouppen are the real deal. They've been around. They know the local courts. They know the other lawyers. They know the judges. They know how things work in St. Louis. Superior legal services for you. They treat their clients and employees all like gold. Big part of the community. They value that as well. They're involved in many charities and community events, everything from Annie Malone and Sister Strut to Stray Rescue. And they'll give you a free evaluation. If you think you have a case, you call them, you tell them about it, free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid, and they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them. I'll give the number now. Do it! 314-222-2222. That's easy to remember. 
314-222-2222, or go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure to let them know you heard it here on TMA. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. EDF Group, sponsor of our text inbox, very active this morning. Uh, EDF Group is online at theedfgroup.com. We ask you to support our sponsors, especially our text inbox sponsor. Uh, do you want to support the EDF Group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF Group at fire at theedfgroup.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF Group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at theedfgroup.com. The EDF Group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at theedfgroup.com. And probably you should think about it. Jackson, tell people about Circa. Sure, Tim. Circa Sportsbook, the world's largest sportsbook in Las Vegas, is now available in Illinois. That's right. The Circa Sports app is available in the great state of Illinois. So if you live here in Missouri, just drive across the river, or if you already live in Illinois, sign up for the Circa Sports app because it's sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. This is a sports gambling app made by sports gamblers. So they encourage you to shop the lines, take a look around at some of the other Illinois sportsbook, then come back to Circa. I'm really confident you're going to like the lines over at Circa More because always striving for those tight money line splits. The Circus Sports app is available in Illinois. Visit CircusSports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. There it is. All right. I, uh, I entered my picks for the Circa Millions, Doug. On Thursday, completely forgot Um, who I picked, and I'm just opening it up to find out right now. I had the Browns minus three and a half. I didn't watch any of this stuff yesterday. Went to Home Alone at the Stiefel Theater with my wife and older son, and Mm -hmm. they had the symphony play the the score while they watched the movie. The kids loved it. Oh, That's what the the kids all come out, and then they loved it. And then we went to Ferrato's for dinner. It was a lovely little day. I watched no NFL. uh, Well, very little anyway, so I have no idea. Browns covered. 31-27, 31-27, so I won that minus three and a half. I had the Saints minus five. Saints 28-6. to six. I had the Bengals as a pick. Did the Bengals win? They lost. Big it. time. They, lost. No, they the did Bengals. win. Yeah, Browning had another good game. No, the Bengals won by 20. Oh, nice. Three and oh. Broncos getting two and a half. They smoked the Chargers. And then the Eagles getting three and a half. No. No, the Eagles got cooked. Ah! Four and one, though. Four and one. Good for the final quarter That's of the not season. Bad, yeah. God, I really like the, I really like the Titans, and I didn't, uh, I didn't play it. Took the Eagles, but either way, four and one. How can I complain? That gives, I can maybe have a chance to have a little sweat for the final. What? I guess there's three more weeks of the year. Is that right? I have paid attention to the NFL, like zero this year. I think there's four more weeks. Is that right? They, they played 13 games. Now. They played okay. 17. Now. I don't even know if I could. Tell you who the top teams in each conference are. But now look now. Let's see. We got the Ravens. Wow, the Ravens. I think you had to give me five guesses that I would have gotten at. Uh, and then the 49ers, Cowboys, and Eagles are all tied in the NFC. Doug, there's your NFL update here on St. Louis's sports we, show. We provide news and updates. It's going to be fun going on the stretch for the wild card. There's like six or seven teams that are seven and six in the NFC. A lot of parity this year. And it's nice to know that one of the worst teams... As the New England Patriots. That makes me happy. Three and ten. Bill Belichick uh-huh. going to become a broadcaster. That makes me happy. Well, they get a quarterback. 
You guys think Hubbard has any buyer's remorse with TMA? After taking on your little pet project, the piss closet has puddles, you bumpkins nuked fish in the shared kitchen, you've been demoted studios four different times, Ken bought a culturally insensitive T-shirt for a co-worker, Plowsy skipped his first one-on-one with his boss and requested PTO from KG and O-Town because the inmates are running the asylum, Iggy took bereavement leave after falling in his vomit-filled kitchen bathtub. Your team took offense to being offered 401k matches. <laughs> and now you're critiquing management's PTO structure on the air. Thanks. That's from Gunter, HR oh. specialist for HD2 shows, posing to be FM shows. That hurt. <laughs> the whole thing hurt. It Mine hurt because it's all true. true. That's why it hurt so bad. I asked Tommy for the day off. I asked KG first. I was the one who cooked the fish, and I cooked it real nice, like, on the first day. (laughs) Overpowered the entire building. Hmm. What's PTO? Part-time? Paid time off. (laughs) What a moment. Paid time off. You know what PTO is? Vacation time. Vacation time. VT, vacation time, or PTO. Paid time off. Scooter just locked up Texture of the Year. That's from Scooter. Is he nominated for Texture of the Year? Uh, yes. Boy, I feel like Arbor Day... Arbor Day had a great start to the mm. season, but I don't know if I've seen him recently. That was a little two-year rundown of everything that's gone poorly for us. <laughs> yeah, we're approaching two-year anniversary. Well, there hadn't really been any other calamities, have there, besides uh, the 10 or 12 that he mentioned? The Hunchback of Von Castle says, Gunter forgot to include Iggy turning the break room into his own personal flea market. Oh, yeah, yeah. You still got a sad bag down here. Yeah, you still got a ship off sad bag. <laughs> I don't even know why I gave it to you. Last one I gave you, you didn't use any of it. And then I gave well, it, got, it, it got it out of your closet. You were going to do nothing with it, so I think I still did you a favor. It's now in my possession, so if I do decide to take it to Goodwill or something, that's something I'll do. So I still did you a favor by taking it. Well, that's fine. Right? I mean, some of them are like 2XLs. I can't. I'm, I'm a slender. I, I wore youth extra larges yeah, and small. Nice, not nice poles in there. Yeah, I haven't dug through the entire bag, but the... A couple of tie-dyes were very lengthy. Oh. Almost like a nightshirt. We don't see a lot of tie-dyed clothing anymore. I said nightshirt. Oh, nightshirt. You have a night. You have the velvet PJ. I right? do. I yeah. still wear them. Yeah, black velvet PJ. Oh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> They're shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are approaching the top of the eight o'clock hour here, as we are in our Munganess, St. Louis Acura Munganess, Burkhardt Alton. Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Friends of the Feather, we are two weeks away from what Doug has told me to call prominent winter holiday. Uh, Christmas. What? That's what it's called. Christmas. Christ, Christ, Christmas. Christmas. Call it what it is. I just did. Yeah. Prominent Christmas. winter holiday. Yeah, I don't care about this holiday stuff. It's Christmas on the 25th. That's the holiday Christmas. <laughs> New Year's right. Eve could be a prominent winter right holiday. Now ah! Right now we're celebrating Hanukkah. And we're in day five or four? Night five, coming up tonight. How do you Night do? five. See, that's why we call it Hanukkah. We don't call it holiday. We call it Hanukkah. <laughs> Prominent winter holiday. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Prominent. <laughs> Could be President's Day. Prominent government 
leader holiday? Right. Uh, prominent winter holiday. Christmas is two weeks from today, and uh, you can take care of your Christmas shopping right now by going to mysoundstory.com. Then you enter the promo code TMA and get 20% off a gift card. And now we have the video feature as well. So there are three different price points uh, starting at $3.99, and that can be done over Zoom. Uh, or you can come in here and just get audio, or you can come in here and have a three-camera shoot. It's up to you, and it is all uh, available for you at MySoundStory.com, but you don't have to pick it out now. You just get the gift card now at MySoundStory.com. And uh, Doug can do an interview. I'll do an interview. Lauren does interviews. Mm -hmm. Riz does interviews. Randy Carricker does interviews. Jackson does interviews. Uh, and a number of people across St. Louis are now available as well, not just here on TMA. You can pick your interviewer, but get your gift card right now, mysoundstory.com, enter promo code TMA, and get 20% off for the holidays at mysoundstory.com. And think about it. Think about Andrea's. I think about Andrea's, and I love the barbecue sauce. I love the steak sauce, and I love the salad dressing. Go to Andrea's.com and get yours, and you can also get it at Schnooks and Deerberg's. They have a gift pack with all three there for you, and you, of course, visit the steakhouse, uh, and that is on Collinsville Road or Nofallon and Jackson. That's by Stonewolf in your home course, which is Far Oaks. Yeah, I played Far Oaks on Friday. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Well, just shoot. Pretty well, actually, for not... Swinging the sticks for a while. What did you shoot? Uh, low 80s. Can't post the score. Yeah, I mean, it was, at the 18, it was dark, freezing, and windy, so. Mm, sounds fun. Point. But the rest of the day, it was really nice. All right. Good to get out there. Probably the last time we get out there in the year 2023. Who knows? I out there for dinner on my vacation. Glo what now? <laughs> I may go to Andrea's for dinner on my vacation, Willie. You say that, but will you really I go? Well, I haven't been out there in a while. It's, it's See, a, Max. It's going to take you 20, 25 minutes to get there. I won't drive. Who will drive you? Whoever I take. Whoever the lucky person oh, is to chauffeur. Yeah. You sit in the back while they drive you around town? No, I sit in the front seat. But Now, why won't you drive? Well, I'd rather not. I like to just sit there and relax. Well, what if the other person likes to sit there and relax? Well, they can pay for dinner and I'll drive. So you're going to pay for dinner if they drive? Probably. You will. Uh, all I said is I may go. Why did it turn into a whole ordeal? <laughs> well, I just want to find out the logistics. You, you, you. It's all about you. Mm, That's okay. from Dogtown Tie. It is up for the Milagro to crestfallen now. <laughs> Hands over the face, crestfallen. I was a flying Sibian. trying to mention that I would... I'm not a sponsor because they're a great restaurant, so I may go for dinner. They are. God forbid. I love the sauce. You can put that sauce on any any kind of leftover. It just picks it right up. It's just it's just a real instant pick-me-up. I like it with chicken tendies. Who mm -hmm. tendies? I did that Saturday. I got these, um, you don't get them off them. They're called cube steaks. They're like pork, but then they're like smashed down almost like a, you know, veal scallopini. Mm -hmm. um, normally I just fry those with, you know, Put some breading on there. But on Saturdays, I said, you know, I'm just going to tear them up into little pieces, like little pork pieces. And then I put Andre's on there, Andre's on there, and then put it over some mashed potatoes. Pretty How good. was it? Pretty good. Okay. So you can use it on anything. You sure can. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tim, will you finally get to the Chicago Bears now that Ken's vacation and dinner plans with married or unmarried listeners is being sorted out again on the air? That's from Carlos Spicewiener and Doug. Someday he might go into the Hall of Fame. Should, yeah. I received this email. It was sent to, only to me uh, at 4.35 p.m. yesterday. And it reads, For whatever reason, I don't think TMA has been giving the Bears' future any consideration. Their D is getting better and better. Their O-line is getting better. Their current wide receivers and running backs are very stout. And their future options will be awesome. Some of the dais have even inferred their new leadership doesn't know what they're doing. Maybe it's because they're from Chicago. But in my opinion, the Bears make a much better St. Louis connection than the damn Chiefs, and their longtime future is very bright. If anyone was watching them closely, it would be pretty easy to see, but nobody does because of the Chiefs, the Packers, and because of the ease with which it is common to write off Chicago teams, kind of like how Kansas City is jealous of St. Louis. Doug, that came from Scott, and I won't give the last Stop name. it, Scooter! Stop it. We don't like the Bears. The Bears are the most boring team in the NFL. And have been for a number of years. Five and eight. We don't like them. We never will. Yeah, they're not fun to watch. You think that was a serious email? I don't. I really don't know on that. It would be tough. Like, if I were in a poker hand, I'm not sure if I would fold or I would shove. Yeah, because who cares? What makes their future so bright? I think it's serious. Well, then it's sad. The city, a uh, uh, show in St. Louis that doesn't talk a lot of sports anyway. You're upset right. we don't talk enough bears? We're, we're never going to adopt Chicago teams as our team. It's just never going to happen. No. I mean, I played DJ Moore yesterday, and thank you. He helped me cash, but um, it's the bears. They're, they haven't been good for a while. People can't see they're getting better. They won two in a row, I think. Five and eight. Yeah. You're a big Matt Eberflus guy, though? I'm not really. I have nothing against him. I'm just not a big fan. Well, we'll see. I'm becoming more of a fan of the Chiefs, I think, just because they're on every weekend here. That's who you watch. We'll see what what they do in the draft. Do you see how the Chiefs lost last night? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes, Banty Rooster. I thought he was. I thought he was upset with uh, what's his name for being offside and dropping like three passes. Tony, he should have been. He was offside. You can't be upset with the rep. The guy lined up offside. I'm still confused why this is an issue, or why Mahomes was pit. I mean, well, let's, he's play, let's play his audio playlock and then let's uh, discuss the it. I did. I did. I did see this part. Uh, this was my NFL viewing yesterday. Uh, here, here is he's. I guess he's talking to Josh Allen here, Plowick. Yeah, they're meeting at the 50-yard line after the game to ah. shake hands. And somebody stuck a microphone in there. Oh, never seen it. Offensive offsides in that field. Terrible. I couldn't hear nothing. I heard nothing but boop. That's what I heard. Worst call you ever seen. Offensive offsides in that moment. Worst call. Uh, and here's Mahomes in the post game. All right, hit the lever, Plowsy. Sure, I mean, it's I mean, obviously tough to swallow. Um, I mean, not, not only for for me, but just for football in general. I mean, just. 
to take away greatness like that. I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that, and who knows if we win. But as I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, it, I mean, they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something. And all I can do is go out there and give everything I have. And I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did. And it was a great football game that ended – another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough, tough to swallow. Patrick, what, what do you – Lack of better term, what made it boil over? Was it that itself, or was it the? the, the it's, it's 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 the call, man. Just in that moment, I mean, it's it's not even for my, myself or for me. It's just I know how much everybody puts into this game, and for it to to happen on a flag change the outcome of a game. Um, in that moment, I mean, I, I've played seven years, never had that, never had offense all sides called. I mean, that's the we that's elementary school. We we talk about. I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and. And it doesn't get called. And if it does, you, they warn you. And there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. Um, it's just tough, man. It, it, I mean, lost for words, man. It's just it's tough. Because regardless if we win or lose, man, just just for the, the end of, with another game and we're talking about the refs, man, it's just not what we want for the, for the NFL and for football. I don't so, Clark, what is your uh... – I'm sorry. What's – well, he was clearly offsides. Like I don't know what, why he was running around. He he literally looked like a five year old. That was really embarrassing. Uh, just in general, how he. I feel like I might not up. know something because otherwise, it's so clear. I agree it's with so you that he was uh, I mean, he, that he's offside. So I don't really know what the. Uh, it's almost a full yard. But, but I'm wondering if there was something that we don't know because otherwise, I don't know why. He I think Mahomes is saying this happens during the game, and the refs will warn you to back off. Right. And, I think, and this time they did not. I think he. I think Tony. At least what I've seen is that Tony checked and. Oh, he said he checked. That's that's what I've seen. I haven't like seen the full video. He's kind of lined well, up. If there's, the, is there a quote of him saying that? No, there. I'm I'm looking because he's in the slot, so it's not like he's lined up wide right next to a ref where they usually check and tell him. So he's lined up in the slot, so it'd be kind of hard to hear. That flag was thrown though before the. Kelsey throwback yes. to yeah, Tony. The refs couldn't have known what was going to happen at the end of the play. Yeah. How hard is it just to back off an inch? When Andy Reid said the inches. same thing, he said they usually warn me. Why would they warn the Andy Reid? Hey, buddy, or hey, your guy's offside. You may want to say something. Why would they? Why would they warn the coach? But Reid said the same thing. I'm usually warned about that, and nobody said anything to me. Well, you warn the coach so you don't have to warn I, I, ten different players, I guess. You, he's probably done this since he was like eight years old. I mean, it's your responsibility to line mm-hmm. up. All, like, it's so bad. Like, it's so obvious. He's a yard ahead of the center. That's just like one play. <laughs> like, you can't, really, you can't really argue at all. He was offside. <laughs> I don't get what. And the, they get a they ton would probably, of call and go their way almost every game. They would probably argue that it doesn't really affect the play much if a guy is one inch offsides. Or in this case, it looked like he had half a foot that was offsides. I can't imagine that makes much of a difference in the play. But if that's the case, then don't line up so close to the line. Back off a little bit. Well, that's what the guy who, um, whoever they replay official they have in their booth, Gene's. Steratore. Gene's Steratore. They asked him about it, and uh, he said normally, I think he talked about the warning too, and he said, but normally if it's microscopic, they don't call it. 
But when it's blatantly offside, they have to call it, and that was blatantly mm-hmm. offside, yeah, so they made the right call. I've never seen offsides more noticeable. I mean, you're calling it live on TV. I'm like, that dude looks like he's like in the defensive, like on the defensive end. It's insane to think anything else. Yeah, and to think that you could it. line up, look at the ball, and and not realize that you're ahead of the ball. Like he, yeah, his whole foot, like when he's looking yeah. that way, like he has to know, like, oh man. It doesn't look right after the, you know, 20 years I've put into this, you know, football thing. I, I probably should know how to line up. On I imagine that time of the game, they're tired, they're exhausted. He's thinking, uh-oh, this is a play we haven't done before. What exactly am I going to do? That, that was probably all running through his head while they're lining up for the snap, and he just didn't think about it for a second. That's probably what happened to him. Because that's a play you've never seen before, right? I think that was scripted out. I think that was their plan. And so he's probably thinking, I got to go where now? Okay. I hope I this think, works. I think Boy, I sure am tired. I got to get off this block. Oh, and I didn't look. My foot's two inches off sides. Chiefs fans are so insufferable all over social media that the refs have it out for them. You hate to see it. That's from the Table Rock <laughs> Lake Monster. Well, I mean, the, the Chiefs Super Bowl against the Eagles was a, a controversial play that went in their behalf, the defensive holding that Greg Olson on the broadcast was raging about how that's not a play that you or a call that you make at this point. So it was quite beneficial. Yeah. And why would the refs be in NFL be against the Chiefs? They have a rabid fan base. They got a, you know, a mm. Hall of Fame quarterback, a Hall of Fame tight end. Like they're fun to watch on television. Why would the refs in the NFL have it against a team like that who's already won, what, two Super Bowls? They did get a horrible yeah, non-call yeah. last week that cost them the game. The defensive pass yeah. interference non-call. Yeah. They had a beef, legitimate beef last week. But they were complaining about not, it not being called, and he's complaining about something being called at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. I, he said he wasn't mad about the, the call last week, but he clearly was pissed off. Like, see, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. You can't ask for a flag at the end of the game for your team on offense and then say, hey, let us play, you know, when you – Make mm-hmm. the fight. That makes no sense. What I'm seeing here is that Andy Reid was upset they didn't warn Reid that Tony was offsides, and then the ref said right, there's no warning is required, especially if they're lined up so far offsides where they're actually blocking our view of the ball. They got to warn them before they they snap the ball. Or they don't have to. The, That's what the ref the play, is saying. After they just scored a game-winning touchdown, you're going to warn them to not line up offsides. No, I think what the what Reid's saying is in the pre-snap. He's upset that he was not warned that Tony was offside. Again, the ref would have to come run over to Reed, yeah, yell say, at him hey, that he's hey, offside, hey. then Reed would have to somehow yell at the receiver to back off a couple. That, that, that can't work. And lining up in the slot is certainly not beneficial for that. If they're, some, they're on the sideline, it's one thing, but in the slot, how you got to scream, you're offsides. Unless they warn him and say he's offside, and then Reed calls a timeout. Call a timeout, he's offside. Possibly. But I don't know why you warn, hey, He's holding on that last play. I'm not going to call it this time, but tell him to stop holding. I'll give you a warning. I'm going to give warnings? It's a penalty. It's a penalty. Well. Oh, they made enough mistakes They probably themselves. get warnings because they could call something on every play if they want. Sometimes when they have those ISOs on the receivers, it looks like it's pass interference every play. They're grabbing a jersey or holding right. an arm. And look, you could call it every play if you wanted to. So they probably warn a lot of the D-backs, get your hands off of him. Before, I'm going to call it the next time. There's probably some of that going on. Well, they made enough mistakes themselves. They cost themselves a game. Yeah, Vi Gregorian, uh, former St. Louis Post, just batch columnist Doug Now, he 
works in Kansas City and writes for the Kansas City Star, and he wrote a column about it, and he said, you know, whether people want to talk about the officiating or not, he said the bottom line is the Chiefs are uh, a mess. He said, all of the noise obscures the broader story of the day. It's not that the fix is in. It's that the Chiefs aren't just fixing themselves. That's why they've lost for the fourth time in six games, leaving them eight and five, as many losses as they've ever had with Mahomes at quarterback and with four games yet to play. That left them two games behind Baltimore in the critical race for the number one seed in a first-round playoff bye, with Miami 9-3 and three entering its Monday night game tonight. Also a factor for that matter. It leaves them just a game ahead of the Broncos. Broncos mounting a Sunday charge. Yeah, where did they come from? And the AFC, I bet uh, Greg Vaughn's happy. Or John Vaughn. John Vaughn's a big Bronco fan, yeah. Uh, most to the point, though, it left them adrift because of what the controversial ending will eclipse in what was a swing game for their season against a Buffalo team that was 6-6 six and six coming in. The Chiefs once again continued to flash their fundamental flaws when just playing sound football was all they needed to do. From the get-go, their first series of the game was a microcosm of the season and a foreshadowing of what was to come Saturday or Sunday. Almost seamlessly, they moved 45 yards on seven plays, only for Mahomes' lob into the left flat to be tipped and intercepted by Buffalo. So by day's end, the Chiefs were about on par with their fine season-long average of moving the ball 5.6 yards a play, but they had only 17 points to show for it in part because they committed two more turnovers to give them 22 for the season, among the most in the NFL, and now have a minus-seven ratio for the season. So... That is the statistic that explains the Chiefs' 8-5 and five record. So there you go. You see Drew Locke got the start for the Seahawks yesterday. Yeah. Against the Niners, threw a touchdown pass. He was 22 of 31 for 269 yards and two TDs. That's a pretty good day against a good team. Two picks, though. I bet him. I hit a four-game parlay. Didn't watch the NFL, yeah. but bet it. Because Jackson, you know what I did? I looked at the big discrepancies on our website. Mm-hmm. And I go, okay, I'll go the opposite of the public in four games and throw a little something on it, and boom, it hit. Bears-Lions under, Chargers-Broncos under. On that one. And I guess... Saints-Panthers? No, I, I, took, I took the Seahawks. That was a huge discrepancy. That was uh, Seahawks getting whatever they were getting. I think I think it kicked off at 14 and a half, and then uh, I think the under for that game maybe? I don't know. Either way, the under and over were both close to hitting, but I know I bet three unders in the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And didn't watch anything. Doug, I, the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra is what I had was your doing. attention. That's right, exactly right. I always really like. I didn't like... want to watch the game on my phone while no. in the dark well, theater. You turn the sound down. Comfy yeah. seats there, though. Comfy as the day is long. Tight, tight, yeah. steep, steep, steep. steep. It's a cool steep seats. Steep uh, angle. Oh, you were way up there, weren't you? Yeah. So they play the orchestra well, while the movie was on. Man. Yeah, oh, yeah. for the cool. score. That's cool. Yeah. Well, family man, family plan. Yeah. I watched a little bit of Drew Locke. I always liked Drew Locke. I'm surprised he hasn't been a better NFL quarterback because he's wildly athletic. He's got a fantastic arm. He tore it up a couple years in the SEC. I really thought that he'd be a better quarterback in the NFL. He's had chances. He just has not been able to find the accuracy that you need. And that's my take on Drew Locke. Uh, Breaking news. This was just DM'd to me. I don't know what's going on, but... uh... Barrett News Media? Is this different than Jason Barrett's... Did he change the name of the company? They got Jeremiah Crow News? <laughs> I don't know. Did, I don't know if this is. Wasn't it Barrett Sports Media? Yeah. The 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 rankings of the shows are out. Perfect. It is. Oh. It's Jason Barrett. I guess he changed the... Yeah, well, that's interesting. He changed it to Barrett News Media. Huh. I bet he went bankrupt and had to change it. 
news, me. This is important news. Hold on a second. Barrett, this is usually a Super Bowl week thing. A total of 46 major market morning shows appeared on ballots turned in by our executive panel. There's no executive panel! What do you actually think the panel went like? They're, they're him! They're actually two different websites. It is Barrett News Media and Barrett Sports. Well, this was published December 11th, 2023, so... Yeah. Doug, so, usually we kind of prepare ourselves for... Yeah, for the letdown. But these aren't sports shows. These are these are news. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. So he's so he's now has oh. news media. Broad the scope. Yeah. I, I, I was about to say I don't know who Bill Handel is, but congratulations <laughs> to him, Doug. Bill Handel. He's a big winner. Yes. There's Where's also it? a Barrett News Summit. So he'll have wow. both the sports and the news summit. Why did this guy think he's he matters? I don't know how I have to put it. Well, great news, Plowhawk, because the second uh, place finisher. Sid and friends in the morning at WABC in New York, and you know who Sid is? Sid Rosenberg. Yeah, number two. The following presentation is a Barrett Sports Media production. Who beat Perfect. him? Uh, Handel. Bill, Bill Handel. Where's he at? L.A. Oh, I, this is going to be all. There's not going to be anybody in some consulting. WTOP, that's a Hubbard station uh, in Washington, D.C., uh, finished third. The WT Morning New- WTOP Morning News. So I guess St. Louis is not a major market anymore. Jackson, did you see this list? Is, is the, I'm looking at it right are, now. Are we in there in the mid-market? Oh, here we go, mid-market. Now, of course, this wouldn't be, since this is news talk. Uh, wouldn't be us. Wouldn't be us, even though I think it should be. Because we're newsy. I agree with you. So let's see who won it. Joe Rogan? In mid-market? Doesn't he do a podcast? That's interesting. What mid-market do they have him working at? Maybe this is digital. I don't know what the hell happened. It's Jeremiah Crow's footprints are all over this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, this all over Crow. I don't think the mid-market's out yet. Oh, no, it is. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. The link sent me to the to Joe Rogan being ranked number one. I'm sure he's excited. That or the income. Uh, let's see what's number one mid-market. Doug, you want to take a guess? Uh, give me a city. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Oh, that probably that's probably Fred and Gladys in Cincinnati. WKRP there probably. For years. It's Mike McConnell. Oh. He's at 700 WLW. Okay. Don't you suppose they, they just get the uh, ratings book and they see who's got the highest share of an audience and said, all right, you're number one? Because I, I highly doubt there's 50 executives <clears throat> from around the country who've stopped what they're doing to listen to all of the shows around the country so that they can... Mail in their ballot and rank all these shows. No, they don't. Just like they're not with the news thing either. He's just making them up and... If it's based on ratings, at least there's something there. The Boxers, number six. The seven. Boxer. <laughs> he's, in, he's in Columbus. The Boxer. <laughs> huh. Any news talk stations... This isn't sports radio. It's, it's a guy named know, the Boxer. Beanie and the Weenie and... News talk in St. Louis, would that be KMOX? Are there, are there any other? Yeah, 550. Really? They Doug, do news uh, in the morning. Tommy Ackerman and Debbie Monterey over at KMW. Yeah. And then yeah, 97.1, I think, is News Talk. You know, you talk about Pete Mundo and the job he's doing in Kansas City <laughs> at KCMO. He's mm. number 11. Okay. Let's see what else we got. Oh, you'd think McGraw would be in there. And he does this. Just He's accomplished his mission. He put well, out the list, and we're talking about it. 
And everyone who made it the top of the list is also talking about it. Bork Cox. We know Bork Cox. Sure, great We know Bork Cox. A lot of people talk about Bork Cox. He's on 97.1. He's at 97. He's number 17. I think Frank uh, Ladd produces his show. Oh, is that right? I think so. I thought that was more political commentary. Oh, there's McGraw. He's at 19. Okay. Look at that. St. Louis all over top 20. Okay. How about that? Well, it, it just feels good. It just does. I didn't know he started Barrett News Media. Probably smart to do. Yeah, why not? Yeah, he's doing so well with the sports medium. If he can just copy and paste everybody's logo from the station where they work at and then make a list out of it and get some mileage out of it, I guess, yeah, why not? Well, Doug, we didn't make that one either. Because oh. we are kind of a news talk. We're newsy. Yeah. You know, it's not always hardcore news, as some expect, but it's certainly newsy. See, we'll fit into when he does his third uh, company because he does sports media, he does news media. When he gets into the entertainment business, when he gets into Barrett Entertainment Media, I don't know. then maybe we'll have a shot. What's kept us out of the news rankings is we don't do enough traffic. Oh, yeah, you're right. We talk about it when we get stuck in traffic and we're late for work. But beyond that, we rarely mention traffic. Well, we need to do traffic and news on the uh, 8th. Is that what it is, on the 8th? No, sevens, whenever you want to do it. All right. Yeah. It's up to you. Okay. Uh, send your emails in. We know that's coming at 945 for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, the morning after, at InsideSTL.com. That's Seth Goldcamp. We'll take great care of you. You know, I mean, at this point, my uh, forecast will be getting close to what Doug calls prominent winter holiday. We're in the 50s through Christmas. Is that right, Iggy? He's right. Well, I mean, at least uh, through next Wednesday on Apple, uh, 56 degrees. I mean, there is no sign of not even snow, not much less, uh, or not even rain, much less snow. No precipitation in the forecast, according to Apple. I mean, I don't know. No, who knows? Are you seeing any precipitation? I mean, no, according to me, uh, through Christmas, that's my Doppler stopped on Christmas Day. Um, pretty much in the 50s for the next two weeks. No white Christmas. There'll be no white Christmas. So if you, one of those people that, uh, hey, buy some furniture for us, and if it snows on Christmas Day, you get free furniture. Ah, don't do it. It's not going to snow. If you're one of those people that do that, looking in New York, no precipitation in New York either over the next ten days. And all my other saved locations are. Yeah, maybe Buffalo. South of here. Yeah, Buffalo always gets drilled. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's safe. Doug, how about this? Kansas City. Kansas yeah. City, as you might imagine, very similar to St. Louis. Washington, D.C. Boy, just no precipitation. Yeah. Got the, the Masters right around the corner, Doug. And Here we go. Sundresses, mm-hmm. Jackson sundresses, patio weather. We're going to get through December with really no bad weather, no winter weather. So we well, saves people a lot of money. So we only got a couple more months of get through and we'll be good. Saves yes. people on energy, energy costs and not having the... Snow plows and the trucks out there at all hours of the night, and having to pay for that. Well, Design Air is where you go when you have furnace issues. It's designairservice.com online at designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA, sponsor of our email today, and also sponsor of the Tim McKernan Show podcast, which will be live at 1130 on the YouTube channel. Uh, and that's where, we, that's where we are, a news talk program, Jackson. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll take your uh, emails and really we want some erotic stories, Doug, but haven't gotten any since August. Yeah, such BS. Yeah, it is people BS. Out. And we like, 
we like the local erotic stories, the tales from our, our own clubs. Yeah. Localize them, please. Mm-hmm. If you would. Uh, that's coming up at 11.30. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Mark Hanna is also a sponsor of uh, the Tim McKernan Show podcast and TMA. 314-889-0503. Jackson, uh, what do you have to say about Mark Hanna? I know he's by Grassi's and that he's a great man with great hair and now a wonderful beard and the voice of God. Okay. Yeah, I mean, everything about him, when you talk hair, beard, proximity to Grassi's, it's all A+. Uh, and what also is A plus is his ability to help you with your finances. And that's really the main thing. You know, you, you want a financial advisor who's ruggedly handsome mm. and also such a wise person, but also good with finances. And that's exactly what Mark is. He's outstanding with finances. Every time I get on the phone with him, we're talking different. We're talking liquidity and debts and all these different big financial terms that I would have no idea what we're talking about. But Mark kind of simplifies them for me, makes it really easy, built a custom plan for me. And I know if I have to change something down the road, I can get in touch with Mark Hanna and I can switch things around because he's so easy to talk to. He's always available for his clients. That's why I love working with Mark Hanna. And that's exactly why you'll love working with Mark Hanna. Uh, Doug, the number is 314-889-0503. Or you can go online at evergreenstl.com. He really is a great person, and everyone needs a financial advisor. I kick myself every day for not getting started earlier. Well, you're catching up now. I know. Late's so. better than never. Yeah. Amen. Early's Amen. the best. Amen. Seriously. just setting And this guy's jut-jawed, which Jackson appreciates. Jawline king? I guess. He's approaching jawline king status. He's no Chalamet, but he'll get there. You like a financial analyst and advisor with a chiseled jawline? I'd rather have it than not. It's okay. not like a deal breaker, but... So, like, if a guy has a high BMI, you're not going to allow him to handle your cash? Mm, no, that wouldn't be, like, a non-starter, but I'd have some questions. <laughs> what, what kind if of If he questions? can't take care of his own body, how's he going to take care of my money? Well, Tim you know. took the words right out of my mouth. Arcana can take care of his body and take care of your finances. Think about that. Boo, yeah. So now he's a trainer as well? <laughs> he has to be. Jack of all trades, man. Gabe is, Gosh. and uh, he's going to be with us at 9 o'clock. He bra- uh, he's brought to you by James Carlton. And he makes a good observation here. And I, uh, Jackson, I don't know how you feel about this because you are a basketball fan. He said there was only one FBS college football game played in the last week, and it was a game that, while symbolic and important to many people, featured two teams that don't really factor into the larger conversation for most fans. And yet football still dominated the college sports landscape this week. While Missouri played its longest tenured rival and there were some elite college basketball games across the country, 90% of the college sports conversation was about the four teams in and the one team out of the college football playoff, the Heisman Trophy, other national awards, and the transfer portal. It was perhaps the best example yet that football is a -a 12-month-a-year sport and it dominates the national consciousness to the point where everything else has become a niche sport. It's definitely true in college, and while it's probably less true in the pros, it's true there too. Sure, people pay attention to NBA and MLB free agency. There are pockets of fans who get really invested in the months-long regular season of those leagues, but no other league has a full show in the offseason, revealed schedule. No other league has year-round mock drafts leading up to an actual draft that lasts three days. None of this is really a new development or breaking news. It just really hit me in the days leading up to Missouri-Kansas. There was a time that would have dominated every conversation for just about every Mizzou fan. But honestly, the game last week didn't really have a ton of hype and buzz leading into it. Sure, people were interested, but not as interested as they are in which transfers are visiting or who's opting out or transferring out of Ohio State. Football has so taken over our consciousness that the ancillary surrounding events in football now get far more attention than the actual games in other sports. Agree or disagree? That's the colonel. 
power Mizzou. Uh, big picture, I agree. Some of that is uh, because Mizzou had a big football year. If Mizzou had a, if they were three and nine, I don't think we'd be that concerned about transfer portals that. and everything. I agree else. with that. We I think nationally, though, I think nationally that is true. But yes, relative to Missouri, Kansas, yeah. I think that that I, I think also Missouri losing to Jackson State probably, you know, for anybody who is really yeah. enthused about early season non-conference, you go, okay, you know, memories of UMKC years ago, you go, mm-hmm. God, they're in a monster hole. And also, I don't think anybody expected to go into Kansas. But when you see that crowd there at Kansas, you can see that basketball is number one there for sure. And they go nuts for, for hoops. And I'm sure it's still number one at Duke and North Carolina and places like that. But for us now, now that Missouri's got a good football team, yeah, football's definitely taken over. In, in most places. Right. But there are there are pockets where it's still basketball, I think. Jackson, what do you think about the Colonel? It's tough to argue with the Colonel because he's literally so tapped into this current situation, what's going on. It's his livelihood, so it's tough for me to argue with it. I know personally, like my friends and around me. Sweet, people, sweet Kai. <laughs> Rookie of the Year nominee two-time. Mm-hmm. Two-time. <laughs> ben Simmons. Um, regardless, like he, I, I feel like people are really into that. But again, I live in a vacuum where basketball dominates. So I can have football dominates American sports unlike anything. It's like Europe with soccer. Like football is king and always will be king. And if they can, we talk about it when we are on 101, Tim, that on the TV behind us, ESPN programming is always talking they about the NFL. Never, I bet they'll talk baseball today because of the Otani contract, but it is a year round NFL and NBA. But, yeah, year-round NFL. I mean, they're breaking down like Orlowski's yelling at Stephen A. Smith in, in May about, you know, the AFC East. That's just what they do every yeah. day. Yeah. The NFL and football in general, because college, especially with what happened last weekend uh, with the Florida State thing, like football dominates the conversation in this country unlike any other sport. So it's of no surprise to me that people are still in the football mindset, even if it was just the Army-Navy game, because football – especially in the fall winter like you won't really see like baseball basketball and hockey get into full prominence probably until after the super bowl tim was the basketball game with missouri and kansas more important than the football game in a few weeks a blonde-haired producer made that argument that's from lady gaga's fupa yeah we we talked about that on balloon party last monday if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. i did uh so lady gaga's fupa was uh, upset about that from then as I made the, I asked Doug on Friday, what do you think is bigger? Uh, Will be a bigger win? What was your answer, Doug? The football is much bigger. Jackson's own father had to call and chastise him. Oh, your father called. We didn't him? call. He texted, texted me and said, even he, who's as big a basketball head as I am, said that the football game was bigger. I, I took the football side. I understand Jackson's point because it's an exhibition game and the whole scheme of things. But the issue with you know college basketball is the preseason falls into that category too. I, I suppose as far as impact on a championship goes, you can make the case, so I understand Jackson's logic, that if Missouri beats Kansas in Allen Fieldhouse, it puts them into the NCAA tournament with a, you know, to, to make up for the Jackson State thing, whereas Missouri beating Ohio State, especially a depleted Ohio State where the spread has now moved nine points since it opened, hmm. uh, you know, it'll matter a lot to Missouri fans. Ohio State fans won't care. Uh, college football fans, I mean, Missouri fans may want to tell themselves around the country college football fans will be judging the program. Do you remember who won these bowl games last year? No, no, I don't. Yeah, that's, that's, but 
I mean, I, I personally, I would rather see Missouri beat Ohio State. But if Missouri loses to Ohio State, it will have zero emotional impact on me. It just, it just no. doesn't. It just doesn't. Just like losing to Kansas on Saturday, had zero emotional impact on me. Well, Jackson took this hard stand on basketball being bigger, and, and it left me nonplussed. And now, now Doug is framing it incorrectly. Oh. His little thing. I just I wanted to it. say nonplussed. <laughs> it was well executed, sir. Thank you. Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying basketball by any means is bigger than college football. That would be an asinine statement. I was just saying, you know, like I said last Monday on 101, I was like, if this was such an important bowl game to win, why the hell is Marvison Harrison not playing in their quarterback? Oh, he's, is he officially not playing? I haven't said, to be fair, he has not officially said. I would be shocked if he played in this game. I'd be shocked. For a wide receiver who's got top five pick potential, I don't know why he'd ever, ever risk it. But oh, had it in their quarterback uh, leave? Yeah, Kyle McCord is transferred. Nobody throwing the ball anyway. Now, when your family gets together over the holidays or something, will your father pull you aside and you two will retire to the den and he'll let you know just how wrong you were on this? Uh, we'll have a discussion, but it'll be civil. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Larry Thornton is back. Uh, I couldn't have cared less about the Kansas game, and I love Mizzou hoops and Dennis Gates. The truth is Mizzou was building a program and wasn't going to win, and unlike football, you can lose 12 times a year and still maybe make the tournament. That's from Larry Thornton. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, my point on it was it would flip the entire narrative on the season. I, I and that's the thing, and that's why I think you can actually make a case for it. Is as, as yeah. odd as that might sound, if you look at through the lens of a championship, but I don't think Missouri basketball fans are thinking championship no. at the moment. But at the same time, we're Florida Atlantic and San Diego State fans thinking championship at this time last year. Yeah. You know, before right. getting to the Final Four, so. Um, it just depends. I, I think Missouri fans are super hyped up for the Ohio State game. I wish they were playing Ohio State at their peak yeah. as well, but I understand why it's not a big deal for Ohio State. And, hey, God bless them. Not angry about we'll it. We'll be seeing basically next year's Ohio State's yeah. team. Yeah. The four and five stars that were sophomores and freshmen didn't get in this year. But you can sell an 11-win season to fans and recruits, and if you finish six, which I think they may if they win, it depends on, but you know, Florida State and Georgia, somebody's going to lose there, but one of them also is going to finish ahead of Missouri. And uh, I don't know who else would be. I guess Oregon, if they beat Liberty, you would think Oregon's like a 16 point favorite, but who knows? I mean, this is the biggest game of those players' lives for Liberty. If you're a big time recruit nowadays, I expect the big thing is how much money you're going to pay me. Right. No. How much? Probably not how many wins did you get, but how much are you going to pay me? That should be. Honestly. Yeah. Playing it's a professional landscape, you know. Mm-hmm. It, Playing time also comes up. Because some of this time. is life-changing money. Yeah. Big time. For a lot of people that, that have come from nothing, have got no money. Yeah, and I'm sick of fans saying, oh, just wait on the bench three years and get your chance. It's like, dude, these guys want to make money in this yeah. profession. and I mean... Go to a team that, like Jackson said, gets you on the field. You don't owe any loyalty to that university who will snag that scholarship right out from underneath of you mm-hmm. in a matter of a second. Right. Well, because as great as NIL money is, to Doug's point, being in a position to get drafted and play eight years in the NFL is far more lucrative. So sometimes you do have to weigh the option of playing time versus money you're getting. The only people who love college basketball have a bad college football team. That's from Stephen Time. <laughs> I'm an Illinois fan. I kind of a little bit agree with that. 
Mizzou fans coping with getting smacked by their most bitter rival for the millionth time in a row by claiming they don't care. It's sad to see. Doug, that's from Kwame Nvoyuka yeah. the fourth. We would have cared yeah, had we won. That's a bitter slew fan right there is what that is. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Had we won, we would have cared. The fact that we lost, we don't care. And I, I when they lost to Jackson State, I didn't care, and I don't consider yeah, them a big rival. I just don't have to tell you, but, they, you know. Hell. I never lose any sleep with this CPAP equipment. <sighs> oh, yeah, you're knocked out. <sighs> out immediately. Todd Reesing is active. Oh, God. Uh-oh. Nice. That East kid is a stud, but everyone else is trash, especially Honor. F that dude. Oh. Now, they put in the seven-footer for a while. Dude, he was 75. Mm-hmm. He were he scored a bunch of really easy points right in a row, and then they got away from him again. He also had some really bad possessions where he couldn't catch and couldn't defend. Yeah, but he was he was making Dicker is it Dickerson or Dickinson? He was making him work yeah. a little bit. Scored Andrew Dickinson. He scored a bunch of really easy buckets. I thought, well, maybe that's the way to go. Yeah, I mean they have problems in the half court offense this year in a major major way, but it's because they don't have a real score. Yeah. Well, if you're gonna go. A half-court offense a lot, that's all the more reason to want a big guy down low. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong, especially with Hunter Dickinson on the other side of the floor. Yeah. If you're going to run and gun, then you don't want a seven-foot-five guy slowing down the process. Ideally. If you're going to slow it down, slow it down and get it inside to him. Basketball is the worst sport. Nobody cares. Doug, oh. that's from Peg Diaz, Margaret Diaz. Well, whether you care or not, I kind of think basketball is the best of all sports. Hell yeah, Doug. Because <laughs> Clip that off. you can play... By yourself and get better. You can play with two. You can play with ten. Indoors, outdoors. It's it's not a lot of people get hurt. It's great exercise. It's fun to watch. It's fun to play. It's extremely simple. Yeah. Put the ball in the hoop. I think all things considered, it's probably the best sport. It may not be the most interesting sport to watch. I'll grant you that. But as far as just being a sport that has a little of everything, I think that that's it. Imagine being a SLU fan. You spend all year waiting to try to finish in the top six in the Kirkwood Athletic Association Conference. They're in the Kirkwood Athletic Association Conference? <laughs> this is SLU? I don't know. I just read what Trimpley Pibbles writes mm, in. No. Kirkwood Athletic Association got shut down. Is that right? If you haven't driven by that lately, it's like looking at what Chernobyl must have looked like. You know, it's across from Family Golf. Oh, that was the Kirkwood Athletic Association? Yeah, I didn't yeah know that's that. where they played baseball, yeah. where thousands of people in the St. Louis area grew up playing baseball and softball. And it's been closed for two years, and it just looks like death warmed over. Oh, I've seen that, but I didn't know that that was, like, actually the headquarters. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's the most depressing thing you've ever— It's like a jungle. If you grew up there, had kids grew up there, it's the most depressing thing you've ever seen. What happened? They ran out of money. I think COVID shut them down for a year, and then I think a flood shut them down. So they went, like, two years without getting any money. And they ran out of money to keep it up. Wow. And I, I think they ran some kind of GoFundMe to try to raise the money and couldn't get it. So they just shut it down and said, that's it. We're done. Wow, 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 wow. Really sad. I was playing there in the 60s. All my kids grew up playing there. Spent a lot of nights there. It's really sad. I don't know if they'll ever bring it back or not. Probably not. Yeah, there's shrubs everywhere. Yeah. That's what grows on the Missouri prairie if left uh, to its own devices. Shrubs. Shrubs. Uh, all right, we'll take a break. It's uh, 840. Colonel's going to join us at 9 o'clock. Design air, heating, and cooling at 945. Email the day. Jackson and I dealing with it down the hallway at 10 o'clock. It's called mm-hmm. Balloon Party. And then we go live on our YouTube channel at 1130. God, I mean, just an erotic story. It's all for the holidays, a holiday erotic story. <laughs> well, the holidays hasn't happened yet. Maybe you need to watch some Hallmark Christmas movies, Tim. To yeah, get there's some hot stuff going on there. Yeah. 
Uh, you can also, if you're on the TMA fan page on Facebook, I posted a thread for QFTA. Uh, just look for Ella Reese. Uh, Doug, she is uh, a friend of the show. And uh, and she is the signal, along with Cletus taking Jackson from behind. Oh, gosh. That's, you don't need that for a putting lesson. Tell me. That's not necessary. <laughs> Preaching the choir there, Doug. And Jennings working over a uh, concerned-looking Ariana Marie's foot. <laughs> but he's all business. Yes, he is. Uh, so there it is. Uh, you can post your questions there as well. Jackson, I'll be live at 1130. All right, this is TMA presented to you by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.